Chasing the Triple Crown, 18th podcast, 104 days until the Kentucky Derby. This is Howard Danette, CEO of Angolite Media, Max Danette, editor-in-chief of Angolite Media, is also here, host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers. Yes, sir. There he is. Tommy is not with us today, but uh, we're going to move along without him. He's probably watching football. He's probably watching football. I gave him last-minute notice yesterday. I've been pretty busy this week, so didn't didn't give him much notice. So let's talk a little bit. Max and I went to the Sham last week. The, the call at the beginning was a live call that we recorded yep. on track. Yeah, the the call and, and the trumpet were recorded on site. On site. It was a black. We had a riot. It was cool. I mean, we got up into the press box. The press box at Santa Anita is kind of this winding rats maze yeah. in, into the you get into the and it's lined with famous horses that mm-hmm. have been at Santa Anita for you know the I forget what year it was open 1920 something I do believe and yeah. uh, just really cool and then you come out into the the press box and it's this huge very large yeah. I, was, I was surprised how big it was I don't it kind of reminds me it, it had like a throwback quality to it or reminded me of something of like in like the 1970s it had that kind of a feel like you see in the movies it's just this wide huge length of a window and then the track you oversee this track which is like immaculate yeah and, and it's um, got like a gorgeous the, the the view of the track is and then the mountains in the background with yeah. the san gabriel's kind of painting the picture in the background so yeah. it was that was really cool um I mean, I was a little disappointed in the sham because at the beginning of the day there was there were six horses in the race and it ended up only having four. Four. Yeah. Um, some some of the highlights of the day for me was there was a turf race and I I got to cross the main track and I was on the rail on the turf with the the crowd behind me. It was almost mm-hmm. a surreal moment. Moment pointing yeah. my camera down down the way and. Uh, snapping pictures as they went by and you almost could feel the breeze <laughs> there was probably 14 horses in the turf race yeah another moment that i had that was really cool was um there's a few moments so i'll go through a couple of them i just remembered another one but um being on the track after the sham with these beautiful beasts i was on the track physically on the track yeah. snapping shots of midnight hawk and um christo just being so close to them and they're huffing and puffing and they had dirt all over them just just incredibly cool i mean i gave myself like a maybe a 20 foot radius but you, you, if you didn't watch out you could get kicked in the head easily yeah um a couple other things I, I turned around one time and i was uh on on the rail like actually on the rail getting ready to shoot um some horses busting out of the gate, and I turned around, and Gary Stevens was standing like two feet away from me, which was neat. I didn't really say anything to him because mm-hmm. he was there to get the uh, the Vox Vox Populi Populi Award in the next race. I didn't even know it, but he was standing right, right yeah. behind me. And uh, Mike Smith, I said hi to him at Clocker's Corners in the morning. It, it was just a really cool. I mean, we were all over the place. Um, one of the other cool things was. We got inside the the um, the paddock area, the walking ring. So you know, ten feet away from Bob Baffert and a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was neat being a, the fan of the sport and you know not being behind the scenes as much as I'd like. But yeah. it was it was super cool, and I got to walk out through the through the tunnel like with for the 
the sham, for instance, we got to walk out just behind the horses in the tunnel. There's a tunnel that comes out from the walking ring to the track at Sanity that was just just really cool. It was cool. Um, so anyhow, those are a few few of the, the the sights and sounds. And actually, Mike Wellman was gracious. Maxie was uh, directing me a little bit because yeah. sometimes when I'm snapping pictures, I don't really I don't pay attention to the race because I can't because I'm mm-hmm. trying to get things. And I got some really really cool shots. But I'll post them on the website, little website plug there. But um, I can't pay attention to who's. I can hear the call, and I'll say, "Oh, geez, my horse, my horse right. is on top. Or, I'm winning. I'm losing. I'm winning. I'm losing." But um, I, I don't want to pay attention too much because I'm trying to frame up horses as they're flying by at 40 miles an hour. Yeah. So just just very cool. And then Maxie had the tell him the the brainy idea. We're having a few beers at the market. What was that place called? The Market Fish House or something like that. Yeah. Or, I don't know. He's like, hey, there's a there's a Sam, there's a Sam Ash. It's a it's an uh, music supply store right down the way. And I was like, we should just get some audio recording equipment here, and so we can you know get catch a few sounds from the the races. And we got we got like the trumpet call. We got some of the calls of the races, and track sounds, people like talking. And one of my favorites. What's one of my favorites? The the horse the in the morning when they when they're running their training or they're warming up they kind of puff when they run and run and that was actually pretty cool it was really cool because <laughs> a lot of people don't don't uh re- like you were saying a lot of people don't realize the sounds they make when they run and stuff they kind of like puff their lips and <laughs> snore at all sorts of noises and, um, when they run down the track and they're like it was interesting to watch them like fighting the jockeys a little like they're one on one horse i don't even know who it was but he was probably a relatively new a new like maybe a two-year-old or something was yeah. fighting fighting the jock the yeah whole way. like he was going like 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 sidestepping down the track and like throwing his head around and or maybe they tied his tongue off or something he wasn't yeah. liking it much but just yeah. just super cool it was great to be there it wasn't a, i was a little sad too there wasn't a huge crowd so we need to get some more people out right. to these races but yeah it was great no oh, what else we had carved sandwiches, carved sandwiches yeah which were max what's your what's your review on the carved sandwiches they were they were good they i was I uh, was impressed by them, and the guy does have a little hatred in his heart when he carves his <laughs> carves that meat off and looks you in the eye and just. But isn't it true? He opens up. He's got like a little slider door, and he opens yeah. up the slider door, and he's just stabbing dead carcasses of meat to bring it out. After yeah, it's about cart. right. Yeah, and they're. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, it's really. I had a. I had corned beef, and it was fantastic. And I had a roast beef. I think it's the. I don't know. Like, they put like. I had mayo and pickles on my, but the way that they do, it's just they're yeah. awesome. I and the late and the lady tremendous. is the exact opposite. She's just like, oh, she's happy because that's she's the tip lady. Yeah. <laughs> I also tried some of the kettle chips, which were pretty good too. They were like homemade, some or others. So anyhow, he didn't do the the Tommy the Tommy ask of uh, trying each one, each one because we were really kind of we were running around a we lot, were running and gunning quite a bit. By the um, end of the day, we were just like, oh my god, I was like dead. Because um, you're running from the walking ring to the to the track, and then I, I got a few really. Another really cool thing was I I got I was able to get down close to the gate when they popped out of the gate, and and actually for the sham I got some tremendous pictures of like the four horses mm-hmm. like popping out of the the gate. It was it was really cool. So anyhow, um, that's another. It's like part of the what makes you kind of tired too and i don't know if people would realize it but when you're in the 
when you walk the tunnel or whatever and you get into the dirt. The dirt's really deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of doing like high knees through this dirt. It's like sanity. The track at doing that a few is, times is, is super. I mean, you walk out on the yeah. track, that shit, the horse's feet got to drop six inches in the, yeah. in the dirt. I mean, it's, it's pretty real deep. deep. It's really well groomed. I mean, and Santa Anita is just a gorgeous track. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. It was really cool. It was cool. It's like part of you doesn't even want to leave when you're there. You're like, this is such a cool place. Like the clubhouse is really neat. Kind of a cool atmosphere. It's like a, a cross between like that sort of classic or vintage feel, but it's also modern too. I mean, there's like the modern am- amenities and it's it's just beautiful. I, mean, I, I love it. I mean, I love it as much as I. I mean, it's getting close to a Saratoga. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like Saratoga, but man, I'm telling you, I really love Santa Anita also. So yeah, it's cool. So anyhow, that's the uh, that's a little bit on the sham. It was great. It was great to see Midnight Hawk. Kind of. I mean. Cristo, Tommy, Tommy's horse. Uh, I mean, if you heard the call at the beginning of the race, he was he was on the lead and doing pretty well, and he hung with Midnight Hawk pretty tough. But I think uh, Midnight Hawk had a little bit more juice, and he went away by by four lengths. So yeah. he's on the leaderboard now for the Kentucky Derby. We have got a few other races coming up. Going to talk about the Lecompte, um, the Smarty Jones. Well, maybe we'll do a little live handicapping with the Smarty Jones today. Smarty Jones. And then uh, the Holy Bull. Holy Bull. Um, I'm going there next week. I'm very excited. Nice. Prince Cairo, Wildcat Red Cairo is going to run. Or Cairo Prince, I'm sorry. Not <laughs> Prince Cairo. Screwed it up. Um, thanks, Maxie, for the correction. You got it. Um, I think, I'm not sure, Almost Famous. I thought Almost Famous was going to run also. Um, saw some works, some, some horses that are, do I I'm, I have like a virtual stable and I'm I'm um, watching their works, but almost famous has been working really well. Um, Cairo Prince has had some bullets, but he's he's been working very well also. Um, and then Wicked Strong has been doing pretty well too. Wicked Strong, Wicked Strong, man. So anyhow, on to a little news. Jump into this other stuff to chat about. So, Hollandale Beach, Florida, that's where Gulfstream is. John Velasquez, who hasn't ridden since sustaining serious injuries when thrown from his mount Secret Compass during the running of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, he's going to run on the Holy Bull. Holy Bull. He's going to run for Chad Brown on Coupe de Grace. Uh, Coupe de Grace is an undefeated horse, which there's going to be some good horses in this race pretty excited about it so on to the next bit of news here at the fairgrounds louisiana bred vickers in trouble pulls away in in the lecompte vickers in trouble stalked early early speed um he stalked roman unbridled who we talked about last week he was running in the big drama at um delta downs and when they turned they they turned for home Vickers in trouble. I watched it. He kind of got on top, and he he absolutely ran very strong down the home stretch with jockey Rosie Napravnik, who is a very good jock. Um, actually, he won almost by seven lengths. There's a little golf clap for Rosie. Albano finished. Is that Albino? Albano. I think it's Albano. Yeah, Albano finished second. While post-time favorite Gold Hawk got the perfect trip. Gold Hawk. 
but the pace setters had to settle for third at the wire. Yeah, a lot of the favorites at the Sham or at the Santa Anita that day didn't do so well, except for in the sh- in the Sham because there was only four horses. It kind of wasn't as big of a spread. So I won. I won the Sham. I bet the winning horse, and I got like a dollar back. <laughs> You have the exactitude. Well, I mean, yeah. with four horses, it is tough to make. Yeah, because they they didn't allow show betting. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I don't even think. I think I bought. I bet Christo just to see if I could get catch something right because yeah. I I knew Midnight Hawk was going to be the, the fave. So anyhow, in the Lecompte, Vickers in trouble. Um, He's a Michael Maker horse, and the jockey was Rosie Napravnik. So he, he came in first. So he's going to be on the leaderboard. Albano came in second. Some cool silks. Uh, Jay Jones and Kay Clark. Don't know their names on that, so sorry about that. Um, Gold Hawk, Steve Asmussen, and Sean Bridgmahan, jock. So Gold Hawk is. is Bridgmahan. Yeah, Bridgmahan. It sounds like a. Like, Bridgmahan. I've seen How his name a few times. He's been on a few decent horses. Actually, yeah. he's riding. Um, coastline today in the, or no, Coastline on Monday Mindy. in the Smarty Smarty Jones. Smarty. The Smarty, and Ma- Mark Cassie is the, the trainer of Coastline. I really like that horse. He ran in the Delta Downs jackpot, and um, mm. he stumbled at the start, but before that he had ran pretty well. So I think he's going to be, I think he should be tough today, I'm hoping, because I'm going to bet him, I'm pretty sure. So on to some other news. Um Wise Dan, the, the the wise and wonderful Wise Dan, competed for an unprecedented trifecta Saturday night, becoming the first horse to win at three Eclipse Award awards in consecutive years by making off with titles as Horse of the Year, Champion Older Male, and Champion Male Turf Horse. So the, huh. the frickin' Wise Dan just cleaned up. Nice. I'm going to rattle through some of the other Eclipse Awards here. Two-year-old male, shared belief, three for three, and that was kind of unprecedented, but I'll get to that next. You can, you can hit the golf clap. Hit a couple golf claps. Two-year-old female, she's a tiger, saw her run in the Breeders' Cup. Three-year-old. Carefully pressing it so we don't get the Christmas meal going. <laughs> Three-year-old male, will take charge. The D. Wayne Lucas horse. Three-year-old female, beholder. As we said at the top, older male, wise Dan. Sure. <laughs> older female, Royal Delta. <laughs> exact same noises every time. Male turf, wise Dan. There's the third. Ooh. Female turf, dank. dank, dank. Male sprinter points off the bench. Unfortunately, points off the bench is no longer with us. Oh, oh there's more. Yes, there's a few more, Maxi. Female sprinter, groupie doll. Steeplechase horse, divine fortune. What does that mean? Um, so they they jump. They're jumpers. Oh. Um, they jump like hedgerows and things like that. And actually, the hedgerows are made out of some kind of fiber, so it doesn't hurt the horse. Nice. Trainer, can you guess? Todd Pletcher. Todd. Todd. Jockey, Javier Castellano. Oh, cool. We saw him there, didn't we? At uh, San Anita, wasn't he there? Uh, I don't think Javier was there. He's more of an East Coast guy. I think he's uh, down in Gulfstream. Okay. Well, anyway. 
And Javier had won like twelve million this year, so when he actually broke the the earnings for a jockey in huh. one year, so pretty pretty good. Go. Apprentice jockey. I don't know who that is. Victor Carrasco. Carrasco, yeah, sounds good. I almost hit golf swing. <laughs> don't do the golf swing. You got a couple more. I'm waiting for that mule to hit in. Owner and breeder. I gotta say, owner and breeder. Ken and Sarah Ramsey. They won right. two different awards there. They did it. So let's go on to the rants and raves. <laughs> That's probably a good rants there, and raves sound. There's the Christmas mule. He's back. Mucho Macho Man cruises to the Sunshine Millions Classic. So I watched this race. A man did he? He was like everybody else was not even matched to Mucho Macho Man. It was at Gulfstream. He kind of was Gary Stevens had him stalking. And then he, as they came to the top of the stretch, I mean, he was passing. Um, Joshua's compromising. There was another horse, I forget his name. Um, and he just got by him. It was a $400,000 win. So Mucho Macho Man starts off his 2014 campaign by winning the Sunshine Millions by a 14-length victory, which That's is huge. crazy. <laughs> I mean, if you watched it, I mean, just like... Looked like Gary Stevens just kind of like was under a hand ride, and the horse just like blew out by him. Yeah. I mean, he's a really good horse. I heard some commentators last year, which kind of pissed me off. This is kind of a, a, a little bit of a rant. A sidebar. They were saying that they never know how you know predictable Mucho Macho Man was and stuff, but I got to tell you, man, after seeing him win the Classic, and I'm really happy for him because I like the horse a lot, and Gary Stevens is a great jock. So another rave. Share belief defies history to win an eclipse award. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. He uh, he w- he went three for three, but he didn't run in the the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, so he didn't win that. So typically, the horse, remember who won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile? New Year's Day, mm. who is now retired because he was injured. But uh, so share belief bra- defies history, which is cool. So that's that's Good. a little golf clap. Uh, Come on. Come on. I have, the, I have the mule pulled up. Damn, <laughs> damn you, mule. Another rave. Record sixth Eclipse Award for Todd Pletcher. This is crazy. He's like, this will just be a good doorstop. <laughs> so now a rant. Well, it's it's a little bit of a rant, but it's 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 kind of a rave rant. Um no slaughterhouse inspection funds in budget. The resumption of the commercial horse slaughter in in the U.S. was blocked Friday as President Barack Obama signed a budget measure that withholds money for required federal inspections of the slaughtering process. So I guess he's, I mean, there's been some, like, outrage, and I don't want them to be freaking slaughtering horses for their meat, which is ridiculous. So, although the measure provides temporary funding for the federal government, it stops the agriculture the agriculture department from spending money for inspections necessary for slaughterhouses to ship horse meat interstate and eventually export it to overseas customers. Damn, damn! I don't know who eats horse overseas. You French, know? damn, the, the French do the that. Damn frogs! I'm gonna be killing freaking horses over here. That pisses me off. Yeah, too beautiful. Leave them alone. Anyhow. Nice. On to the chase for the Triple Crown. So, there's a 
few horses that aren't on here, like Share Belief, General Arod, California Chrome. I think they'd be among the point standing leaders. But the races that they raced in, they won in pretty big fashion, but had no points for the the Kentucky Derby prep races. So point standings: Havana fourteen. This is the he's number one. Honor Code fourteen. Number two: Tapature Bondholder Rise Up. We Miss Artie. Artie. Noble Moon. Ami's Holiday. There's some changes in the standing, so Noble Noble Moon is relatively new. I dropped off New Year's Day. Clearborn number nine. Midnight Hawk, new edition after winning the sham. Capas Casa Guapo. You got it. Uh Cairo Prince, who's gonna run in the Holy Bull and oh, probably do pretty well. Holy Bull. Dance with Fate. Is number 13, Smarty's Echo, who ran yesterday and came in dead last. I don't know. I, I think he's probably going to drop out of the standings. Classic Jock and Roll, 15th, Laddie Boy. Laddie Boy. 16th, Smart Cover, Big Bazinga. So Big Bazinga has been working out very well of late. Cristo, who came in second in the sham, looked pretty good, but I don't know if he's the class of Midnight Hawk. Right on Curlin and Strong Mandate. Haven't seen Strong Mandate in a while. I'm sure he's going to be running soon in Florida. Mm. So that's the standings. That's up to 21. They have about 25 horses. But this thing's going to be ship, shifting around pretty much on a on a regular basis now. Um, the next race is up. The LeCompte we saw, we talked about that um, for yesterday. It's Smarty right Jones is coming up on Monday. It's a mile at Oaklawn. So it's on the 20th, which is a weird day. That's a 10-pointer. The LeCompte was a 10-pointer at the fairgrounds. It was a mile and 70 yards, that strange distance that we talked about before. Yeah. And then the Holy Bull next Holy Saturday Bull. is a mile and a 16th at, at Gulfstream Park. And I think you're going to see some horses coming out of the woods there. Um, that should be a good race. I'm really excited about being there. And Tommy and I will be down there. So I'm going to see if I can get Tommy to do some recording for me. So, we already talked about the LeCompte um, a little bit. So, Vickers in Trouble really kind of ran away with it with Rosie. Albino came in second, or Albano came in second, um, and Goldhawk came in third. Steve Asmussen horse, um, Jay Jones horse for Albano, and Vickers in Trouble, Michael Maker, and Rosie. So let's talk a little bit about the Smarty Jones is going to be run on. I was looking for any. I know there's a few horses that are already running on the Holy Bull. We mentioned it. Um, Holy Bull. Cairo Prince, um, Wildcat Red, who ran in. He ran again. I forget the horse, the race he ran in. It was a couple weeks ago, but uh, he looked pretty tough to me. Um, and I liked him, and I had money on him, and I got nipped by Tommy's horse. I forgot what race that was. What race was? Oh, it was the Florida Park Derby down at Gulfstream. So, um, should be interesting. Let's talk about the Smarty Jones. Do you know why they call it the Smarty Jones? Nope. Smarty Jones is a Kentucky Derby winner. Makes sense. So, this first horse, the number one. The Cajun Cat. It's a Steve Asmussen horse with R. Santana Jr. riding. Do you want me to go through all these? you want to read some of these or no? 
Um, it's yeah, always, it's always kind of fun. So you got the number two horse. Who do you got? The two horse. Why are you so awesome? Uh, let's see who's riding the trains. Uh, is it the last name's first, right? Ann Smith? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know who the jockey is. M. Martin Jr. or Martin, maybe? Yeah, maybe. let me see. Yeah. Uh, that is... Yeah, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> M. Martin Jr. The, the number three horse, Firestarter, Robbie Alvarado, Jock, Steve Hobby, the trainer. Nice name. Steve Hobby Lobby. Hobby. That's kind of a strange name. Uh, so I almost said son of a pletcher, but it's son of a preacher is the number four. Um... William Calhoun is a trainer. William Brett Calhoun. Yep. And uh, M. Barry. I don't know that jock either. Yeah, these are some of the Oaklawn jocks. Never really heard of them. A Step Ahead. William Williamson and F. Torrey's jockey. So let me just hit this. The number one horse, the Cajun Cat, is 6-1. to one. Why Are You Awesome is 12-1. to one. The number three horse, Firestarter, is 5-1. to one. Son of a preacher is nine to two, and a step ahead is twelve to one. Mm-hmm. Call out what they are on the morning line, Maxie, as you go down. Well, we at step ahead, so it's six. Yeah, six. Six at six to one is Walt, uh, trained by Chris Hartman, and uh, K. Towhill, or yeah, Towhill is the jockey. Again, don't know who that is. Which doesn't mean anything because there's a lot of stuff I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of I have never bet at Oaklawn, believe it or not, or maybe I have a while ago, but I don't know a lot of these jocks. The alcohol's blocked it out. <laughs> there you go. At thirty to one, we have Denali Rahi Ruler. Um, okay. Timothy Martin is a trainer, and A Birdzer. <laughs> Watch your eyes widen as you tried to work that one out. I'm looking. Is that Burzer? I'm sorry. A Burzer, not Birdzer. Birdzer. I want to see. All I can think of is freaking hummingbirds. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number eight, right? We're at the eight. Um, yeah. Six to one odds is a Taz, Tanzanite cat with a Cody. Cody, yeah, Cody Autry training, and uh, N. Arroyo Jr., so riding them. Arroyo. Could it be Nadine Arroyo? The number nine horse, unstoppable, Colby. 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 20 to 1. <laughs> it's a D. Wayne Lucas horse. There wow, go. there you go. 20 to 1. And Jay Court. So that that kind of stands out to me a little bit. I have to take a look at him when we're handicapping. And then I'm going to do the 10th horse because I like this horse. It's Coastline. Uh, Sean Bridgmahan and a Mark Cass horse. Sorry, Max. I that was, cut you out. That was like the grown-up version of mine. <laughs> so I stole the mic away from Maxie. So let's talk about this. I I, I, I immediately like Coastline because I was betting him in the Delta Downs jackpot, and he tripped. or he, When he came out of the starting gate, he stumbled, and he ended up in 10th place. Um, it was a pretty bad stumble. Or no, he ended up the, the race in 8th, and he got beat by Rise Up, and Rise Up really walked that day. But I really liked Coastline. So he has a pretty high buyer of 86. Mm. And he ran, and you know, so he ran a Delta Downs jackpot. It's a pretty big race. So, Unstoppable Colby 
Look at him. Um, buyers are okay. 60s, though. 60, 62, the number nine. So, so far, I like Coastline. Mm. Um, and he's he's 20 to 1. Uh, he went seven furlongs last time out. And he was on the lead, but then he lost. He lost. Uh, he came in second by two. So, Tanzanite Cat. Let's see. One by four had an 81 buyer, which is a really good buyer. It was in, in the last time out. Um, and he ran, he won over the track. So Tanzanite Cat, he's at six to one. Ran over, he's got a win over the track. Uh, pretty good time. He did a mile in 58 and four, which is quick. Um. Okay, so Tanzanite Cat, I like that horse a little bit, so I'm going to mark him a little bit. I like Coastline for sure. So he's 6-1, to one, Tanzanite Cat. Uh, Denali Raha Ruler. Hmm. 52, 50, 66 buyers. Uh, hasn't been over the track. He's been running at Remington. So, eh. Speed it up a little bit, Max. Yep. Okay. Move it along. Move it along. Uh, let me look at some others on the front here. Son of a Preacher, 76 buyer. Brett William Calhoun, trainer. Second place, not bad. Not bad. Uh, not bad. Not bad. I'm trying to see if I like anything else. I'll look real quick here. The flash handicapping kind of thing. Flash handicapping. Something I cannot do. When I was trying to do it at Santa Anita, I was just yeah. like, I don't even. I kind of like Walt a little bit. I like his name, too. So. Which one is it? He's the number six, Walt. Walt, like a. What's it called? Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's true. He won by five and won by two. Both at Remington, though. Hasn't been over the track, so I kind of like that horse. He put a kinda next to it. Kinda. <laughs> Mets and Mets. Son of a preacher. So I pro I probably would play like a coastline son of a preacher. Tanzanite cat. Exacta. So I like coastline at five to two morning lines. Ten, of course, Tom said I'm picking favorites. Tanzanite cat, the number eight. And Son of a Preacher or Walt, not sure yet. Got to look at it a little bit more. So that would be my handicapping for the Smarty Jones, which is on Monday. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Nice. Who do you like, Max? Just pick a name. Uh, the, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Firestarter. There you go. Just pick the name. Cool. like that. All right. So that's that's kind of it, I think. You want to run cool. through the, the rabble? Yeah, the rabble. Well, you can find this in every episode of Chasing the Triple Crown on AngleLightMedia.com as well as on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, you can give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Both of those are at AngleLightMedia, and I believe that closes this show. One, one more thing. Hold on one second. I didn't talk about the Holy Bull, so the Whoop. Holy <laughs> So we did the rap, but Nick Zito has won the Holy Bull three times, so if he has a horse, that's pretty interesting. It replaces the Flamingo Stakes, those pink, long, leggy birds... It was inaugurated in 1972, and the mile and 16th, which they're running, this race is a mile and 16th. Uh, the record is held by Gopher Jen. Dialed in has the mile record, who ran in 2011. And Barbaro, the famous Barbaro, has the mile and 8th uh, record. Huh. 
So that's well, that's it go. on the holy bowl. So um, well, you heard that rap, so you can go back and listen if you forgot already. <laughs> and I believe that's a show. That's a rap. Thanks, everybody.